Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, it's been less than three weeks, so that's hey! cool. <laughs> I think. We're doing it, Peter. I'm pretty sure it's been just two weeks or so. So mm-hmm. I last time I talked to you was um also, yeah, we were both on headphones, so it's nice now we're both stationary. You're mm-hmm. I think that you sounded great. Um I my headphones were a little like muffly, I feel like, but so I'm glad to be back set up with my, my hand dandy mic. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> if it even works. Um I do have a little bit I came back with like a little bit of a coldish snuffly nose and uh man I feel cough. like you've been going through the ringer with all of your stuff and things There's, yeah so I no. think the last time we talked it was your finger yes yeah so my finger and then um yeah luckily this didn't like take me out but I just might have a a few moments where I have to grab water have a cough hopefully not blow my nose too much but um so I went to Vegas and bend and so that was last week yeah that was last week yeah um we drove to vegas from tahoe me andrew and his brother to meet up with his mom dad and like a couple aunts from michigan for his aunt's 60th birthday uh and yeah it was just like too much to fly at one point and yeah it just seemed easier to drive but he ended up having we were planning on leaving on a friday yeah Um, like super early and like getting there like it's an eight hour drive so like hoping to leave at like five and like yeah be there by noon whatever and he ended up having to work but he got off at like 11 or something we're like whatever like it is what it is so that morning I'm like cool I'll take the dogs for a walk get some steps in before a long drive and get the dogs out moving before they're like kind of cooped up um and we're just walking through the meadow beautiful fall day I'm taking pictures like oh my god like look at the fall because like (laughs) I said in the last episode too like I used to hate the fall and now I've come to really appreciate the changing colors um so take a picture post it like oh what a beautiful fucking day (laughs) and later like I feel this like sting and I look down there's a bee on the back of my leg I'm like oh what the fuck and I like hit it off me yeah and then all of a sudden I'm feeling all these other like stings like all over my legs I'm like what the fuck and I like like look in the back of my legs and there's just bees all over the back of my legs and I'm like screaming and running and swatting them off like yelling like ow ow what the yes. fuck what the yes. fuck yes and I had um I never walk with like a beverage because I just I never ended up drinking it because I have to stop to drink anything otherwise I spill it all over myself so I have Same, a little girl yeah <laughs> But I was feeling like a real leisure, enjoyable walk. So I brought my fucking coffee and thermos. Oh, and I'm man, like, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Thinking about chucking my thermos into the meadow so I can continue to run and scream. But I'm like, <laughs> how long? I like, well, I won't come back for it, like for like a week. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, how long do I run? Like, how long are they going to chase me? How many are there? Like, what the fuck is going on? And, um, 
I just, they finally are like all off of me, but I it like still f- feel it. Like it felt like the stingers were in me or something. My like pants and socks are like rubbing yes. against it and my leg. They do I'm, that. If they're real, their stinger will break off in you or like. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I've never, I've been stung by a bee like a couple of times and like a single bee. I haven't been like attacked by a hive. Yes. And um, yeah, I'm just like. What, well, what the fuck do I do? Like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can do. I'm out in the fucking meadow. I'm like, well, I got, like, I just, I have to go home. I'm, I'm on my way home. I have like more than a mile still to go in my like treacherous hill. And so I'm just like walking along and just thinking and wondering like, well, how many times did I get stung? Cause my whole legs are just like stinging and in pain. And I'm like trying to walk and I'm like limping along. <laughs> like my ankles are all fucking hurt. And, um, then yeah, I just, just keep going home with a stop a couple of times, start wondering like, well, it feels like I've been stung like 10 to 15, like 20 times. Like, could I have an allergic reaction to like this many stings? So I'm going yeah. over all these scenarios in my head. I had been texting totally. Hillary that morning. So I'm like, well, she's the only one who fucking knows I'm out in this meadow and mm-hmm. like, sh- and she's in a pretty much a different like country <laughs> so yes. um just like oh my god like what do I do thinking about texting my neighbor to see like if they're home like planning to like get to limp to the road and get a ride to the hospital I'm like okay as soon as I get home I'll just rip off my my pants take some Benadryl but I didn't want to be all bennied up for the long drive and show up to Vegas just like like an exhausted zombie yeah I didn't end up taking any until like that night, but I got home and then I was just hustling to get things ready to go. Yeah. And just in pain, like driving into town, I stopped and like got Benadryl, took some ibuprofen and stuff. And then I hopped in the shower and I, when I took a shower, like the pain went away. Um, But then I was so swollen. I mean, like I couldn't, I didn't feel like there was any definition from my calf to my foot, like for, like almost a week um my foot was like busting out of my Birkenstock and of course you know then we're driving for eight hours and then to Vegas let alone so just two and a half days filled of like walking and drinking so that did not help the inflammation yeah or the healing process yeah so I was still pretty swollen when I showed up in Bend um like that Monday afternoon uh and the pain, like, I was worried the next day that <clears throat> the pain would, would like, be come back or something. But, uh, and I never got, like, incredibly itchy. Like, I'd feel an itch and I'd start to scratch oh. it. And that's when it would, like, you know, feel good. But uh, nothing was, like, breaking open, like, mosquito bites really do or anything. Um, so the itching wasn't terrible, terrible. And the, the pain, uh, at the ends of the evenings my foot would start to hurt but granted the ends of my evenings were like 2 a.m so there was I think it was Saturday night we're walking around and I'm like Andrew I have to go like I gotta go lay down I gotta go to bed my my foot fucking hurts and it would start to get to the point in the day like if I sat down um even just for like a little bit or stopped moving it would feel really stiff Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd have to like walk a little bit and it would loosen back up. But yeah, if I stopped for even just a little bit, uh, I'd like limp 
for a while and then it would would loosen up again um but like throughout the day wasn't super painful or anything but fucking crazy Mm -hmm. I was just like oh my god like yeah show up and bend uh for this dealer summit from a running company so everyone else there uh was like owners of other retail shops across the nation and they're all like mostly run specialty stores if if they weren't that like the people themselves were runners Mm. and here I am like swollen ass leg broken finger and like just got off a plane (laughs) from Vegas like drinking (laughs) like for two and a half days straight I just felt like I do not belong here right now (laughs) but it it was good we didn't have to do any runs I did the mountain bike ride that they had planned uh nice yeah that I mean my finger was pretty sore after but I was it was a guided mountain bike ride so I kind of figured it would be like tame you know they're like oh yeah this is like the advanced group but like the trail was not technical whatsoever i did eat shit absolutely um i'm probably the only one and everybody was like oh my god are you okay so (laughs) bad i'm like no i trust me i'm fine like yeah this is my life yes (laughs) this is my life lately yeah shit dude this is normal for me and I I don't want to really use this as an excuse because I think I would have eaten shit no matter what somewhere, but we were, because we're in such a big group too. And most of the people, like there was only like three or four people who mountain bike at all. Um, so the pace was pretty slow Mm -hmm. and for some of the things like you need a little speed. So especially like a little rocky distance mount just decline that I was going down mm-hmm. where I ate shit um because like the rock kind of flattened out and I just like stalled on it because I had no speed and my yeah. back tire just came up over the top because it was already going downhill like there was no good catching myself mm-hmm. like I said I could have easily eaten shit like doing something else and probably would have but yeah it got a little bit hard trying to like give the person in front of me space so that yeah. I could get that some sounds- like not fun no and and that's why like I was a guide long enough in other areas that I know and like kind of get it that it's like yeah it's not unless you're like really an extreme fucking place like yeah if you're doing anything guided it's five times like dumbed down yeah. um then they say that it is so so yeah it was it was fine you kind of have to go at your like weakest links yeah and like so we'd get as kind of said weakest link but like yeah less advanced (laughs) I don't know yes there we go most novice yeah I think that would be the politically correct it was towards kind of like the front of the pack um like I said, it, it wasn't even about a speed thing. We weren't like separating because the guide was keeping a, a pace that we were all staying together. Uh, but then, yeah, I'd give the person in front of me some space because it was dusty as fuck too. And But I felt like the person behind me would be like right behind me. And I'm like, ah, like we got to give some space for one, I'm eating dust. And two, like, yeah, if I want to get some speed into a feature, then like, that speed I need to get through it I 
like you need a lot of fucking space so you can get the speed to go through and then maintain the speed and so eventually I just like went towards the back of the pack but also like I didn't know how long the ride was and I was like fuck I'm like I don't want to be in the towards the front and feel like I'm like pedaling my ass off and all these runners are in great shape like behind me so I just hung towards the back and towards the last like single track section I actually just like went very last and the guide was like I pulled over I was like I'm gonna wait like if that's all right and give them a little space so I can like get some speed she's like yeah no problem I was wondering why you were in the back I'm like yeah like so then there's some people behind us we hop back on the trail and then she was like hey pull over again like this is a really good section like you'll want to give them some space so you can like shred it and I'm like cool yeah thanks like I'm really not shredding anything right now because I haven't ridden a bike in a month and I've just not been biking well this year at all anyways but but yeah I I did get to go a little bit faster than I would have being in the line of people so that was that was nice to like end it off with and just to be on my bike for or a bike for a couple hours yeah yeah yeah, I was gonna say it. I how what is going on with your hand, your finger? Where are we at? How how um, were you able to ride a mountain bike? So I went to the doctor the day before we went to Vegas and did another x-ray, which and that was only like a two week difference or something from the first one. So there wasn't much of a difference that he could see, but he could see some early healing. Um, but he didn't like mention surgery at all, but in the first appointment anyways, when I asked if I could wait till that second appointment before I decided on surgery, he pretty much sounded like he didn't want to do it unless I was going to, would have committed to it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, yeah, it looks like there's some early healing. And I'm like, yeah, see what the fuck ever. I don't need no surgery. <laughs> um, and he told me I could start just buddy taping it. So I had it like buddy taped most of the weekend. And then when I Let went biking, it. it's still swollen and it looks oh, crooked. Damn. Yeah. Um, he said it's going to be swollen for a while. Cause I mean, it's still fucking broken. Yeah. Can but, you uh, bend it at all? Yeah. So he told me to start buddy taping it so I could start to get some movement in it because like fingers just stiffen, um, a lot. So yeah. And yeah, I was just able to hold the handlebar without fully gripping it with that finger. Surprisingly, um, my forearms were fucking burnt though. After yeah. like five miles, like I could barely break just because my fucking forearms yeah. were so bad. Like, Atrophy, oh my God, man. My grip is awful. Yeah. And also, like my grip's been really good the last couple of years from uh summers, anyways, because of carrying like loads of paddle boards like multiple Shit, times man. a day or every day. Like even just carrying my paddleboard today, I was like, "Ooh, I feel it in my grip!" Yeah. Like, God damn, it's crazy. Yeah, that is all the tiny muscles that yeah. you don't even know that you're using. Um, are you gonna have to do some like finger PT? So he told me he uh, referred it, and they actually called me a couple times, but it was when I was gone, and um, like they called me Friday night, of course, like at the end of the day I'm like cool I can't even call you back until Monday and then when they they called me uh when I was in Bend a couple times but like I was in a in a thing so I haven't called him back yet because I don't even know if my insurance will cover that and I'm just kind of like it's a finger like I can maybe look some exercises up like I don't know yeah I don't feel like I want (laughs) to go and 
yeah, like pay for it. And I just have a lot to figure out about my insurance anyway. So I'm yes. to like put anything else like on it. I really need to change it. So, um, yeah. so yeah. And then I came home, like I said, with like a little bit of a sniffle and cold. I worked one day, then I had like the weekend off and then worked from home. So I was lucky that I didn't have to go straight into trying to like work or have sick days, but now it's just at that lingering cold stage where it's like the annoying like random sniffle or cough. Uh oh, I'm back. Okay, I don't. I, that's probably. I think it might be me. It's been happening a few times, but I didn't want to interrupt what you were saying. <laughs> but Did I've, you like, hear it though? No. Okay, so real quick, I think I might turn my hotspot on and switch my internet because I think it works better that way. So please hold. Yeah, hopefully I don't lose you. Don't lose me. I don't want to be oh. lost. Looks like Dude, it was. Dude, our air quality what? index sucks balls right now. It's 192 and it's freaking me out. Yeah, so I, my, I had a layover in SeaTac uh, on my way home from Bend and just ah. looking out the windows there, I was like, oh my Ooh. God, text my dad, like, looks pretty hazy. In Bend, there the couple first couple mornings, it was like smoky, yeah. uh, but then it wasn't too bad and it like dissipated in the afternoons. But yeah, my dad's been texting me telling me it's not been good. Dude, there's so many fires. Yeah, there's currently a major fire uh, southwest of Bend. And all that smoke's coming up here. There's another fire to the west, like in Packwood. Um, and then there's some in the central Cascades and in the northern Cascades, like east of Mount Vernon. Are, they all, pretty... are there like evacuations in those areas or were they like in pretty like wilderness areas? Um, I'm not certain. I haven't been keeping up, but like based on like looking at the map, I would assume because I mean, at Snoqualmie, the air quality index is 257. Wow. Oh, that's so freaky, man. It's yeah, so and freaky. it's been relatively like nice there still, though, right? Like the yeah. weather. Yeah, you mean, I mean, like if there wasn't smoke there would be a lot of activities outside to do yes yes it hasn't started raining here we're not in like the depths of the rain clouds yet but even even not having rain around here for so long I'm like oh my god we need rain so bad yeah we need rain so bad the weather's supposed to turn Saturday here um because it's been like 70s mid to low 70s still even like a couple days in the high but uh, I think tomorrow's like a high of 70 and then Saturday it's like 48 and rain (laughs) and then it stays like in the high 40s and into like mid 50s or something for like a week drop yeah my buddy in Montana said it's gonna start snowing over there it's hitting yeah so the and there's snow in the forecast for you guys too I think in like the in up in the high cascades we have it in the forecast here saturday i'm not sure like what the snow level is but the low is like 16 degrees or something so shit um 
Yeah, and then then there's a snowflake on taste of the that chill in the RV and well, when my friends got married in June, it snowed on and we spent the night here, but uh, the last few days we haven't been able to turn the heat on because our goal zero has been like low on battery so we haven't wanted to turn the heat on and like have it die because the rv in the fifth wheel is totally dead yes so if the goal zero shuts off like there's just no power so um we, we haven't had the heat on but uh but it hasn't been that cold like it, yeah. it it's been like i don't know maybe it's got i think that there's the temperature says like on my phone that it's like in the 30s or 27 28 degrees but it does not feel like that like I wake up and go outside and I'm like in a sweatshirt and shorts and I'm fine so I don't know though man are you ready for winter not at all yeah neither here we're still we're doing like the finishing touches of painting our house we've got to hang some gutters um and yeah I'm ready for it to cool down that's for sure um because just like I think I've said this before at work at our new store downtown the sun just beats into the window um because like one whole side is windows and it just gets fucking hot in there you're just standing in there it's so fucking annoying um the sun is just melting you that I'm like okay I just want the sun to stop beating on me at work but uh that's the only thing I'm not ready for the moisture really yet um not not in our living situation anyway I got a little perturbed about it because of the goal zero situation because our generator needs to be fixed we need to get a new battery I'm like look we gotta stop fucking around we cannot be putting anything off anymore it is the latter half of October like snows in the forecast it can turn really quickly like we got to get build something to cover this fifth wheel so that the snow doesn't come directly on it and we got to get our generator going uh which the part we need should be here tomorrow so there's that but i'm like fuck we're in for it but you know it's a couple months a few months Uh, uh, (laughs) four to five months (laughs) and very very (laughs) cold very very cold times but hey man you you learn things as you do them sometimes and that's just how we are as people yeah we've got it like I've said before too like way better than um our other friends that live up here in the fact like they have friends too right down the road that they spend a lot of time with at their house and stuff but having Andrew's parents is like way different because you don't ever feel like you're a burden yeah I mean yeah, there's times that I <laughs> feel a little bit bad of like when we show up once a week to do like four loads of laundry. Yeah. To take water from them weekly. But <clears throat> if we didn't have them, you know, we'd be spending a lot more money on it. And I'd spend eight hours at a fucking laundry mat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we have it pretty easy and I'm sure I'll spend more nights than Andrew just down at their house yeah. <laughs> just because I'm at a state of life where 
I'm like, well, I don't have to put myself through this. Yes, like, why yeah. not like take yeah. advantage of what I have? And like, who? What am, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody that I'm some like, you know, mountain badass mountain lady. Like, no, yeah. no, there's a bed and a fireplace right here. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. I oh, got, running hot water? Yes, please. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to fucking prove. Like, I've mm-hmm. been there and done that. Like, like no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We gotta hopefully try and get some stuff done this weekend. We need to find a tractor. Ooh. Like, for keeps? Yeah. Yeah. What are Pretty, you guys- I mean, We've talked about trying to rent one but I don't know how anyone that like rents one for months as big as we need um and that cost feels like it would be pretty much like (coughs) what would be what would be super sweet if you could find this ideally let's put this out into the universe yes if someone needs to store a tractor at your property and you guys could just be like we're (laughs) Well, we'll store it if you let us uh, do the things on it. And yeah, that's pretty like, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, our friends across the way, another friend stores their like mini excavator there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the and so our our neighbor pal here, he he came across one for sale, and he asked Andrew like, "Hey, do you want to go in on this? Because we share the same road." Yeah. Um, so like. And they have a, they just have a small guy. So like it would benefit us both to have a big guy for the road, the actual road maintenance. Yeah. But then the guy ended up not wanting to sell it. But um, I think if Andrew found one, then he might put that out there too. Of like, Hey, I found one. Like, do you want to go in on it? And yeah. Um. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't even know what's out there. I don't know exactly what we need or what the price range like is, but um it's gonna be crazy 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 yeah. I'm excited for it's so weird like I'm really excited for it to snow I want the ground to be covered I want to start like walking around on skis and snowmobiling yeah. and shit um but except we're just not like living situation ready for it so yeah. so yeah but so with that smoke though uh I was just thinking, I was going to ask you how Quincy's doing with school. And it reminded me that you mentioned uh, before we recorded that you had to pick him up today. Yeah. He had a headache and no fever. He's had a bit of a cough for a while. And I know that all this smoke, because the smoke has been around for like weeks now. I want to say we're probably going on like three, maybe four weeks now of like present haze it's freaking me out man and I do not it's scary it's very scary it is and that's how we were the last last year um like all of August and then the year before as well um it just like weeks fucking straight and you're just like oh my god when's it ever gonna end and then yeah it's yeah. just so unhealthy you like you can't get away from it you because you cannot it, get away from it like yeah you, you can have HEPA a- filters yeah you could put KN95s on and you could do the like the double respirator or yeah yeah thing. I don't know what those ones are called but it's just a respirator. yes you can take these precautions but like 
I don't know, plants aren't getting any water, like crops are going to like be affected because of this, if this continues to happen, you know, like, well, yeah, also affects, like solar power ability. Yes, yes. Like yeah. we, when I came home from Washington in September and we were in the thick of like some pretty heavy smoke, our AQIs were upwards of 300 to 500 every day. Yeah. We couldn't fucking charge our generator because there was no sun. Um, and so there's so many things that run on solar now, like businesses and like large, large scale operations that, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm sure they have backup, uh, power options, but it's just like, so crazy to think about. We're trying to move into more sustainable energy ways and things like that, but you know, not, there's not one good option because like solar is great but you have all these times of the year other other yeah. effects of climate change like yeah. wildfires blocking out the fucking sun yeah That's so like... it just blows my mind to me that they yeah. there's like a uh i don't know if it's a bill or something in in place for by 20 2030 or 2035 you are not going to be able to buy a gasoline car in california holy cow and it's like um okay power cars like cool in many many ways but yeah and they are improving vastly but we don't know how we're getting rid of those batteries yeah and also and how producing are we supposed them? to charge them yeah like when our grid gets shut down all the time because of wildfires or like snowstorms like you know our grid cannot how how, handle everyone having a fucking electric car yeah did you hear that uh there were recalls on the rivians no yes i've been seeing those around a lot here um they've grown on me a little bit yeah but like just the the look at first i was like ew so ugly and i'm like oh they're not like terrible i mean i don't want one but uh so what was the recall uh, something with the front end. I didn't read it thoroughly, and I have, I have a friend who has one, and I haven't been. Uh, we just haven't had a chance to hang out and talk about it. But I saw that there was something wrong with the front end, and all Rivians are recalled. Whoa! Yeah, that's a huge. Uh, see what I can Google. That's crazy. Uh, similar, like not similar, but similar. Um. So we ride Polaris snowmobiles and there was a recall uh for them for like a a fuel pump, I think. Yeah. Um and it was it turned out not to be like just last year's. It was like from like fucking years, years and years of recalls of it. But they I don't know, not as a a big deal, I feel like, as like the Rivian. Like anyone who has a Rivian, I'm sure is like turn taking this in but yeah. I think a lot of the snowmobilers are it's like a part you know instead that maybe they could get shipped instead of like here's the whole vehicle yeah um, so that's and also like oh man if I mean I understand that like with living through life there's trial and error and like if you're not failing you're not trying but I was like oh my god I if say that was like my thing that I put out into the world and I had to be like, just kidding. There's something wrong. But also, 
also with all the moving the ins and outs of things how could something not go wrong yeah it's going to be like this major trial and error thing for a long time I mean like hybrid cars have been around for a while like Priuses you know Mm -hmm. um and Toyota has actually done a really good job I think I've really liked their like hybrid cars I mean I haven't had one personally but I think they've they've done really well with making hybrid cars but yeah the electric cars I just I don't trust that power source same because like I said especially living in California where like this year was the best year in years (coughs) granted hopefully you know that's also why I'm kind of ready for the weather to change so that it's like yes we are out of the the woods for fire season because we're not quite yeah. um there's definitely still possibilities um but if we can get cooler weather and moisture coming then it's like okay phew like we made it but so we didn't have any power shutoffs this year um but like that's just this year we have no idea what's going to continue to happen and the lack of yeah. water and just everything where I'm just like it just seems like a big move to make so I can't really say I'm like for or against it because it's still like 10 years out or so if it's 2035 but it's a lot could change in those ways for the good and the bad mm-hmm. um it just seems like like I said a bold move to make when there's so much uncertainty that yeah. upon so this, much happening yeah due that it's to just, fossil fuel driven climate change yeah so like, the that's what it is it's insane the summit dealer summit i went to in bend it was put on by one company but it was all about sustainability um so the company themselves like talked about what they're doing in for sustainability what their efforts are you know moving forward and like with their products with their manufacturing and all this stuff but it was really really interesting because i really don't know that much about you know the ins and outs of sustainability it's like been a buzzword especially for like the I feel like the outdoor industry and you see it everywhere where like when you buy something online you can like spend an extra dollar to offset your carbon footprint from shipping and you're like how does like how is this company buying offsets and and you see at the base consumer level you see, I feel like there's a lot of talk about the packaging and people taking plastics out of their packaging and using less of this or that. But that is like the like most minimal thing you could do. And most of it lies within the actual manufacturing process and then like the shipping and stuff like that. Um, and we heard from some organizations in Bend. We went to a farm that talked about like, you know, just organic farming and how how much that has to do with sustainability like in general it was really cool that they didn't keep the brand did not keep it all about themselves I'm like hey look at us this is what we're doing support only us they like really really taught us like where problems lie not just in our industry but like in our world in general and getting to talk to like one of the organizations that was in Bend um was like kind of can't remember the name but um you learn about just recycling in general I mean she was saying shit that people like didn't even know about recycling about how I remember when I learned this when I moved to Tahoe like you have to rinse all your food containers out to even 
make it to the recycle place, like if there's food debris on it, it won't be accepted. And certain places only recycle certain numbers, like ones and fives or something. You can't recycle any other kind of plastic or whatnot. And so a lot of people were learning that like, oh my God, I had no idea. Like I have a blue bin and I just toss fucking anything that has the recycle thing on it in there or compostable (laughs) things like nope not really actually that's not how it works um and we're not like that's not talked about and it's so weird that like why isn't that information actually given out more to the communities um like a lot of people could be doing better if they just knew Um, so it was really cool like learned a lot but then it's it's just so fucking god so hard for us to all do it because of course the conversation as well comes up with like shopping at like Costco's or big grocery stores or whatnot um but there really is the the cost and I brought that up I was like oh because we had a a phone call with the like one of REI's like head sustainability guys and I was like I know he's not going to be able to answer this but I was like are you are you making any um like moves or steps to like figure out how we can make this industry more inclusive to different um demographics as far as like income levels because a part of sustainability and product is like spending a lot more money on producing this product with less effect on the environment thus you have to charge more for the product Thus, we are still shutting out majority of, like, communities and whatnot. So it's like, if we want everyone to be able to participate in being more sustainable, we have to make sustainability more accessible. Yes. It's not because the cost of those sustainable, quote-unquote, goods is significantly higher. Like, I, compared to many people, can, you know, afford a lot more. But, like, when I look at this grocery cart versus, like, this one, you know, yeah. I'm like, I I need more food for this amount of money. So yeah. how, you know, I can't make all the right choices I want to <laughs> because of finances. Yes. And, and how many other people in this country, in this Ooh, world. Higher off, this <laughs> In the same situation. all the spots. So, yeah, he was, that was pretty much out of his wheelhouse to answer. But. As I'm sitting in this room of like 20 people or 25 people, you know, pretty much every single person is white and like there is a mix of males and females for sure. Um, But still, it's just like I'm not on any kind of high horse of like inclusivity really, but it's just like, yeah, made me question like, yeah, here I am, a white fucking woman who's been raised in the middle class my whole life, but um, I come from a very diverse community and I myself yeah. have like, you know, can't just go freely spend my money on the most sustainable products. Yeah. Um, then I'm like, how about all these other people? And, but it was a really great conversation about, it has to be industry wide. It's like, it's, um, um, oh my God, collaboration over competition. Got it. But it's like, how can we do that in every industry you know how can we get just this whole fucking nation to work better together how can we provide like affordable 
good sustainable food to the masses yeah um, keep it local keep it and, local keep yeah it close. I'm actually so what I got out of it was a lot of those things and I was like oh I'm gonna do a blog about like sustainability at the consumer level and like what you can do this holiday season to like because a lot of us I feel like it's overwhelming and it, it's out of your reach so like what are the little things you can do as a <laughs> consumer um to to make a little bit more of an effort and that's yeah. like yeah shop local um and and buy things that won't that hopefully won't end up in the landfill as far as like being a plastic or something styrofoam, like buy yeah. something that's like natural, like a plant or yeah, make things. Which like a toy like made of wood F. or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I've actually, as I've learned more about sustainability over the last couple of years, being in like the industry that I'm in, mm-hmm. um, I have, cause I, Jen, my sister-in-law, like when they first had Delia, um, and she, I mean, the things she liked to buy for her are nice. And I would just yeah. always like, oh my gosh, like that's so expensive for like a kid's item. And they're just going to like grow out of it or play with it for like a week. But she does truly like make an effort to buy from like these companies that are making more of the sustainable like products. So I'm like, okay, well, at least it's not just junk you know it's quality product these companies are putting a little more thought into how it's produced and so I can appreciate that like a lot a lot more and I'm not I'm not at a place where I'm like above at all like buying from a department store or like a Costco and I wish I could be I wish I could be and that's why I wish there was a way that you know we could buy food like in in bulk or like I could go to the grocery store every week and buy the local food but I, I've got a grocery bag today you know that cost me like 80 bucks uh-huh. and I'm like dude that's gonna last me yeah a couple days and when I go to Costco and spend 500 dollars that lasts me like two months yeah 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 so 80 dollars a week like I don't know it's, mm-hmm. it's I got tough. to the grocery store with 150 dollars last night which I feel is pretty good I think that'll last yeah. me like, get me through the next week because I just fresh produce man I have got to have it yeah yes I have got to have it and so you can't I mean if you can grow awesome but we are both in climates we can't grow year round yeah many people are um and you know I have like a two-month fucking grow period here if that so greenhouse is like in my dreams so that I can grow year round for things like simple as as greens like lettuce and fucking some salad mix at least um plus it's just so much work it takes up so much of your time yeah and resources unless you have a if you don't have fucking water like yeah Yeah. so it's tough um and that's where it's like yeah if there could just be more people working together more people like in the you know higher up places instead of still driven by this like capitalist like make all the money you can we want to rule the world it's like well I would like to see like more of my life happen healthily like I don't want to like just be like oh this isn't gonna affect me like this isn't gonna affect the world for another hundred years it's like no we've got to turn things around and um happening yeah so part of that like my idea for my my blog um 
in this it's like I feel conflicted in ways where it's like oh it feels like I'm just trying to get people to shop at like our stores but it's like no like they're gonna buy stuff anyway and it I think it could really be some good tidbits that people in my community would think about of like yes shop local and someone brought this up at the summit that I was at that I felt like a little like uh that sounds kind of funny where it's like buy more than one thing and it's like okay if you're gonna go buy a new jacket that costs a couple hundred bucks like buy more than one thing what are you talking about but the point of it more so is like if you're gonna go buy one little item from the the running store the outdoor store like you need a couple snacks for your next long run um but you're gonna drive to the store by yourself like make that trip worth it like yeah and hopefully save you another trip in the future. Yeah. I hear um, that. So, like, I, I get it. And I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, how can I word that without sounding like I'm just trying to sell more things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Make your but, trip count. Or, like, make your order. Make your um, yeah. order online count. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I did I did learn a lot. Um, And it was it was cool. But, yeah, it just gets overwhelming. And then there's times when I'm, like, okay, well, here I am just eating some, you know, shit bananas because yeah. they were the cheap ones. <laughs> like, yeah. like, fuck, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. Uh, Plus, it has been insane. Yes. Still, like, holy crap. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And also how wild how people, like, predicted this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. It is not so out there. Oh, this dog is just laying in the sunshine. Um, so did you work today? Yeah, I worked and then had to leave because the quality burrito wasn't feeling so hot. And so, did you say quality burrito? Yeah, that's what I call them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call my son sometimes. That's, that's hilarious. Because his his initials are QB and there's a there's a joint there's a restaurant downtown Olympia called Quality Burrito. That so, is great. I and love people it. called it QB and so yeah, I call him my Quality Burrito. I love it. I love um. It. So yes, I picked up my Quality Burrito from school. Poor buddy, I feel so bad for him. And so, um, I came home. My kitchen was an absolute disaster just like like I've been cooking some chronic ass meals up in my kitchen so it done got a little tore up and I haven't been able to tend to it because I've been too busy in my flavor flavor. you know how sometimes yeah. you feel like cooking and then sometimes you do not I yeah. have been feeling it which I'm glad because you gotta roll with it because you do you do. When, I mean, it's it's one of those things that's really hard to force. You're just gonna make shit food, or you're not gonna cook. So it's like when you're yes. doing it, like go for it. I I'm all in on and agree with like when you're feeling like cook and cook it. Up. Yes, yes. I just made some broccoli cheddar soup, <sighs> which I made it a little too thin. And Murray's really good at helping me fix my shit when it's like too. Because he's a chemist. He really freaking is. I'm. <laughs> I'm just like, you fix it. Because <laughs> I added too much broth, but I wanted all the broth. So what did you do to fix it? Um, He hasn't come home from work yet. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to make him fix it. So, and then, 
Um, I have some peaches in my fridge that I need to use. So I think Ooh. I might make like a peach cobbler. Yeah, I was going to say peach pie or something. Yes. Yeah, I am thinking about getting my crock pot out of storage uh, because uh, I don't imagine a crock pot draws a lot of electricity. I pay attention because I have like this app for our goal zero power station. That's I awesome. will look at it on my phone as I'm like running electricity yeah. and see like how much. So like I know how much watts my coffee grinder uses or my totally. this or that. So um, and learning. what a great thing to know just in general. Yeah, totally. Especially yes, exactly. So um, I'm imagining yeah. Crock-Pot, pretty low draw, and that would be nice to have up here because it would just be super easy then because just like at home in town where I could throw stuff in, come home and have a nice like, you know, silly or super pork shoulder or something as we're getting into the Crock-Pot season where you actually want like warm food just because in the summer we just like don't really have a much of an appetite where we're like oh yeah I want something out of this hot dish Uh, yeah so excited it's getting to like that point and gotta bring that up here because yeah I don't foresee me getting in a lot of those I feel like cooking spells given the space that I have so the crock pot I think would would at least help a lot in in doing that and getting some meal prep uh stuff going because fuck you can do a nice soup in like four hours where I could do that put it in containers and then do something else yeah especially if you have a good cut of meat yeah so we have our traeger up here too and like we've plugged that thing in and that doesn't even use that many watts i was shocked like yeah that is very surprising i was like oh that you guys hush (laughs) like yeah that only uses a couple hundred watts which we have a big power station so we can handle um like a thousand or probably more but we only ever have like gone up to a thousand at one time like when the microwave runs for 30 seconds but yeah but yeah so those are so those are my life updates nothing real new yeah which is kind of nice I mean (laughs) no news is good news right oh I paddled today on the east shore of Tahoe which was my first time doing that and I think like two years I don't think I did it at all last Mm. year um and the east shore is just like it's like caribbean clear blue water there's just like gigantic boulders underneath like 50 foot fucking long and like boulders just like huge that's so cool and we almost bailed and just stayed like right lakeside like over the hill of Truckee king's beach and i was like wait because I was thinking it was still like an hour away. I'm just like, oh, wait, no, it's like an hour kind of from Truckee. I'm like, from where we're at, it's only like 15 or 20 minutes. Like, fuck it. Let's just go. I haven't been. And then, so me and my friend Liz went and we were also like, fuck it. Let's get in. And like, yes. <laughs> it was, wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. Do people <laughs> so, in your area do the cold plunging? Yeah. Nice. Yep, there's people who love it. A lot of people talk about it. Actually, one of the new gyms in town has a uh, like sauna and cold dunk tank. Oh. I wish I liked the people who own that gym, but I really don't. So I'm kind of like putting a stand ah. against going to that yeah, gym. Yeah, I hear you. Even I though I want you. a membership. So yeah. I don't. And that gym would be a little more convenient for me, but I... <laughs> Stick in your ground. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Fuck those assholes. Yeah. So uh, it'd be nice. It's like right in the same area as the brewery that Andrew likes to go to, also, where I feel like I'd be more tempted than to like if he's like, oh, I'm gonna have a beer, like, and we're both working, that I'd be like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the gym real quick and do, like, a quick 30-minute, like, workout or something, and then I'll meet you for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, I cannot, I cannot give that monster money right now, but yeah. maybe at some point, we'll see, but, um, yeah. but, yeah, so I would like to do that. I told him I want to turn one of our, like, troughs in that we had for a garden into, like, a cold, cold dunk Hell yeah. Because yeah. our neighbor's been doing it because he has uh, been having really bad back problems and he feels like that's the... Like he had an epidural and then now doing the cold plunges and sauna, like, nice. cold thing has been really helping him. Good. Yeah. I love it when people have stories like that and it's actually real and you're like, oh, this is really real. Same. And I love it when it's somebody that, like, Andrew is really, like, good friends with to get him into, like, be like, some oh, piece. so it's not just some motherfuckers saying some shit. Yeah, not that. just some hippie shit. Like, yeah. woo woo um, bullshit. Yeah, and like whenever his friends are like, oh, we're not drinking for like a month or like we're, you know, going off gluten. I'm like, yeah, see, like, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not that impressionable, but it does make him think a little different when he hears it from someone besides me. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so maybe it is real. I know. Oh, look at my little guy I got at the store. Oh, he's cute. I saw little pumpkins and I was like, well, I don't really decorate for Halloween, but I do love little pumpkins and I never buy them. And then I saw this guy (laughs) with a little painted face and a green and black witch hat. And I was like, oh my God, fuck it. I just have to have a little little spirit in my house. Then I was thinking about leaving him in my truck, but yeah, I'll leave him in the house. I like it. Alrighty, well, I think that kind of wraps it up for for this week, and we'll figure out when we can be be back next. But yeah. um, I think for now we'll sign off. World, adios. Bye, internet. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that, and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram. Podcast is the handle. Like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got. um, Show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.